The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast on a Friday night here in South Texas. Uh, we are one day into the NFL season of 2017, and the Patriots got upset last night by the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they could not stop them on defense. Kansas City looked unstoppable offensively. And we uh, went over our AFC over-unders last night with rebound. And uh, we have, once again, on the line from los angeles california joining us rebound what's up going on what's up rebound how's it going what's up nigga it's going great amazing game last night great to have nfl back and the most boring sport put aside now what sport is that that's baseball we all know that is that okay all right fair enough uh we're going to be going into the nfc over unders uh today if you have not listened to the afc over unders uh please do so we did that last night and that is up on SoundCloud. So uh, let's get into the NFC over-unders, Re. Uh, we're going to start in the NFC West. Uh, who's the first team we got? We got the Seattle Seahawks at 10.5. Seattle Seahawks defending uh, NFC West uh, champions uh, at 10.5. I'm going under on this one. Uh, I think they win 10 games, but they definitely win the division once again. Just because uh, I think they're the best team in the division once again. And then uh, that defense, which has been the staple of their team the last five seasons, is good again. Um, I mean, they still have Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor. They just traded for uh, defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson from the Jets. Uh, Michael Bennett is still there. Uh, their front four, front, front seven still looks really good. Uh, Pete Carroll still one of the top coaches in the league. And offensively, uh, not one of the most potent teams in the league, but... Uh, Russell Wilson, because of his mobility, uh, makes things happen here and there, extends plays, and extends drives as well with his uh, legs. So I'm going to go over under, excuse me, but I think uh, Seattle still wins the division at 10 wins. What do you think? Uh, this is a really tough one. I really haven't looked at the schedule, but uh, I'm going slightly over at 11. I mean, they're in a pretty weak division. Uh so I, I, I give that as a strength, and they did improve on defense with trading for Sheldon Richardson. Uh, they did also add Eddie Lazy, Eddie Lazy, and uh, they they got a nice backfield. Uh, obviously, Russell Wilson is good. Uh, great, excuse me, and I think eleven wins slightly over. Good or great? Great. Alrighty, uh, who do we have next? Arizona Cardinals at eight and a half. Arizona Cardinals eight and a half over under. Uh, this one, uh, this one's kind of tough. I mean, I'm gonna go under on this one. I think they're about a seven eight win team in my opinion. Uh, Carson Palmer, that age really showed last year. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald uh, was was good last year, but uh, he's also up there in age. And then they have a bunch of other uh, young wide receivers, uh, John Brown. 
Jaron Brown, and then but they have uh, an elite running back in David Johnson. So they're offensively, they'll be really good. Defensively, that's where the, where the question mark lies in my in my mind. So given everything, uh, uh, I'm going to go under seven or eight wins for the Arizona Cardinals. What's your take? Yeah, I'm going with seven wins. I mean, CP3 is at the end of his career getting there, and I mean, they do have David Johnson. You know what you're going to get out of him. The best running back in the league, in my opinion. Uh, you do have upcoming receivers, as you said, John Brown. Larry Fitzgerald is also reaching the end of his career. And on the defensive side of the ball, they could have the best cornerback duo. Uh, I mean, but uh, just a, so I don't see them beating Seattle either, either time either time that they play them. And the Rams have also improved, which we'll get to next. And I see them going 7-9. and nine. Alrighty, we'll agree on that one. Uh, what's the over/under on the Rams? The Los Angeles Rams is five and a half. Five and a half for the Rams. Uh, I'm going over on this one, uh, even though I still think they'll be uh, atrocious offensively. Like you mentioned, they have one of the better defenses in the league, uh, led by uh, young defensive tackle Aaron Donald, and then they got uh, some other good uh, linebackers, Alec Ogletree. So. Uh, they look primed for a good a good season defensively, but offensively, that's where the question mark lies. Uh, they picked up Sammy Watkins from Buffalo. Uh, they still have Jared Goff. I mean, he was absolutely horrible in his rookie season. I uh, saw him play it on Christmas last year. I mean, I think he threw for 110 yards, something like that. And, I mean, he basically couldn't get the offense going, I mean, at all. But obviously, hopefully they can establish the run game early on when they play with Todd Gurley and that that'll open up some passing lanes for Jared Goff but given everything that I just said I'm still going to go over with the Rams just because they'll be in some close games because of their defense and I I think they're a 6-7 win team in my opinion what do you think I'm definitely going over on this one I mean the only thing that's not working out for them right now is Aaron Donald holding out which is definitely one of the top players on defense as you said, they did add Sammy Watkins. They also added Robert Woods, both from Buffalo Bills. I think this is a make-or-break year for Todd Gurley, and I think he's going to be tearing it up. Same with Jared Goff. I mean, yeah, offensive side of the ball, they're not too good, but defensive side is definitely good, and I see them winning seven games. Alrighty, uh, what do we have my San Francisco 49ers at? Four and a half. Four and a half, okay. That seems about right. I thought it would be uh, three and a half. But uh, they won, uh, I think, two games last year, both against the Los Angeles Rams. And it seemed like against every other team, uh, they were giving up big chunks of rushing yards. Uh, Their defense was absolutely atrocious, especially their rush defense. And they uh, no more Colin Kaepernick, a new coach with Kyle Shanahan. Hopefully it should open up some offensive lanes, um, more more down the field throws. But I think that'll be kind of tough given that Brian Hoyer is the starting quarterback going into the season. But the only positive offensively is that they Brian Hoyer is familiar with Kyle Shanahan and his system. And maybe he has a weapon in Pierre Garçon, who they signed in the offseason. And then Carlos Hyde, uh, if he can be consistent, consistently healthy, I think the Niners' run game can be pretty good. But uh, with him, I mean, he's pretty much seems to get injured two, three times every season 
in his young career so far. So that that remains a big question mark. But defensively, uh, they have some. They're showing some good signs uh, with their young players: Aaron Lynch, Eric Armstead, uh, DeForest Buckner. They have some good uh, potential there on defense with the young players. So uh, given all that and the offensive genius of Kyle Shanahan, I'm going to go slightly over at five wins, but they're still going to be fighting with the Rams, in my opinion, for the last place in NFC West. What do you think? Uh, I'm going exactly over on this one. I mean, the 49ers did what they had to do in the offseason. They cleaned house, hired a new GM, hired a new coach. I really like Kyle Shanahan as the coach. And they added, obviously, Brian Hoyer, as you mentioned, and Pierre Garcon. I like Carlos Hyde. I think they get five wins. They're not too good on the defense side of the ball. But I think they pull out with 5-11. and 11. All righty, that'll wrap it up for the NFC West. Uh, next division, NFC North. Uh, and who, who do we have first? Green Bay Packers at 10 and a half. All right, your Green Bay Packers at 10 and a half. I think, uh, in my opinion, the best team in the NFC and with the best quarterback, in my opinion, in the NFL and Aaron Rodgers. And uh, 10 and a half, I'm definitely going over. I think uh, they kind of got off to a slow start last season and uh, they kind of struggled and they still ended up with, I think, 10 wins, I believe. But uh, given that, I'm going to go over. I think there's a 12 or 13 win team. Uh, Ty Montgomery's the the feature back now uh, permanently, and then Rodgers. I mean, can pretty much uh, throw to any receiver. I mean, and then the main guys being Devonte Adams, Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson. So a plethora of weapons for Rodgers to throw to, and then Martellus Bennett that they just signed in the off season, replacing Jared Cook. But defensively. Uh, that kind of remains the question for them in the playoffs, how physical they're going to be going into those playoff games when the weather uh, gets colder and the conditions get tougher and games get tighter. So, But given all that, they're, they're going to be a great regular season team, in my opinion, number one in the NFC. And I think they'll win 12 or 13 games and run away with the NFC North. What do you think? Uh, this one's a lot tougher than it sounds. Obviously, I'm a Packer fan, but... Uh, I looked at the schedule. They have a couple hard, quite a few hard road games at Atlanta, at Pittsburgh, at Dallas. I'm going just over at 11 and five, and I think they didn't improve on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know why, but the Packers are the one team that just don't they just don't want to spend money in the off season. They really needed to improve the defense, which they should have done instead of signing Martellus Bennett. I'm not saying. The Martellus Bennett signing is bad, but they needed to improve more on the defensive side of the ball rather than the offensive side of the ball. I don't like the defense. Uh, I don't like the corners right now. Uh, the defense isn't too good. So I'm going 11-5. and All righty. Uh, we'll both go over on Packers. Uh, who's next in the NFC North? Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings at 8.5. Minnesota Vikings at eight and a half. I think they finished around uh, eight or nine wins last season. They started the season seven and one or uh, six and zero oh, somewhere around there, and they looked to be one of the better teams in the first half of the season with their stout defense. Uh, they're going to have a great defense once again, but uh, the question mark with this team remains the quarterback position. Uh, is Sam Bradford uh, the type of quarterback that can lead them to uh, a playoff run? What do you think?
with Sam Bradford, you have a lot of questions. I mean, can't really get the ball down the field. And uh, it's going to be really tough for them offensively. But defensively, they're really good. And I think uh, I'm going to have to go under on this one. I think they're an eight-win team, in my opinion. So what do you think on this one, Rebound? Uh, this is really tough, too. I mean, they started really good last year, as you mentioned. I mean, they did add Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray to the backfield after finally letting go of Adrian Peterson with his great career. Uh, It's a a really tough one. I'm going over on this one. I I just see them being really good, and I think they get nine wins, nine and seven with a wild, and get a wild card spot in the playoffs. Alrighty, who do you got next? Detroit Lions at seven and a half. Detroit Lions, seven and a half. Uh, It seems like they were in a lot of close games last season. Uh, I'm going to go over on this one. I think they're eight or nine win team. And then fighting for a wild card spot in the NFC. Uh, I really like uh, their quarterback, uh, Matthew Stafford, even though he does throw, make a lot of mistakes and throw uh, a good amount of picks. He has a cannon of an arm. He gets the ball down the field. And a lot of people were expecting him to kind of uh, take a dip, take a decline last year with the retirement of Calvin Johnson. But uh, it turns out he was still able to get uh, the ball down to the field. To get the ball down the field, excuse me, to the other wide receivers on uh, Detroit. So I think he's going to have another good season, somewhere in the ballpark, 4,000 yards, around 30 touchdowns. And I think he's going to be the driving force for them. And then defensively, they have some good, uh, they have a good front four. So I think uh, you add all that up, and that equals about eight, nine wins for me. And I'm going to go over on that one. What do you think? Uh, on this one, I'm going under. I just don't see it in Detroit. I mean, Matthew Stafford just got paid now. He's uh, the highest-paid quarterback or highest-paid player in the league now. So he really he's a good quarterback, but now he's got he's got his payday, so he's happy. And uh, I just don't see it. The receivers are good, not great. Golden Tate, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, they also are going to have Amir Abdullah back after injury. And also, with, along with theoretic, but the defensive side of the ball, they're definitely good. But I just don't see it. I see a six-one team, six and ten. Okay. Uh, what do we have for Chicago Bears? What's their over/under? Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, this is going to be right on the cusp, but I'm going to go under. I think they're about a four-win team. Uh, they have Mike Glennon starting the season at quarterback. Uh, they obviously drafted uh, Mitch Trubisky from North Carolina. And I think uh, at some point, uh, in my opinion, he's going to be the starting quarterback. Just remains to be seen when. But uh, a lot of uh, young players and inexperienced players on this team. And then I don't really see much improvements from for this team from last season. Not, not good quarterback play. Nothing exciting on defense, in my opinion. Uh, the only thing probably exciting for this team is uh, young running back Jordan Howard. I think he's uh, primed to kind of make a leap and continue on the success that he built last season. Uh, but other than that, not much ex- ex- not much things exciting going on for this team. So all that will add up for me to under five and a half wins. I think they're going to be like four and 12. Uh, what's your take? Yeah, I'm definitely going under on this one. I mean, they, uh, they let Alshon Jeffrey go, who's one of my favorite players in the league. I think that was a huge mistake. 
they also just had a wide receiver Cameron Meredith go down for the season, and they don't have much offense. They just released wide receiver Victor Cruz, so I mean, it seems like they're on the path of a three and thirteen season. I just don't see it in them. And I think eventually they're going to bench Mike Lennon and put in Trubisky to see what he's giving for the team. Okay, that'll wrap it up for the NFC North. Uh, we're going to move into the NFC South. Uh, who do we got first? Atlanta Falcons, nine and a half. Right. Uh, the runner-up uh, last season, the defending NFC champions, Atlanta Falcons, uh, up 28-3 to in the third quarter against the mighty New England Patriots last season in Super Bowl 51. And just an uh, crazy collapse. Uh, everything that went, that could go wrong did go wrong. And just, I mean, if we play that game over about 100 times, how many times do, does Atlanta win it, Re? 99. Okay, yeah. that's I, I probably agree with that. So that was the one exception where New England won it. And uh, it was just uh, crazy to see. And I, I still... Can't really believe how that game played out. I mean, uh, once Julio Jones caught that uh, amazing catch on the sideline at the 25-yard line, I thought basically either Atlanta's going to score a touchdown or a field goal and the game's over. But it didn't work out that way for them. But uh, they're returning uh, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman. Their offense is still high-powered. Uh, their defense led by Dan Quinn. It's still going to be really good. Uh, he's a defensive-minded coach uh, coming over from Seattle. And Vic Beasley is obviously the star for them, the star linebacker. He's their leader defensively, their heart and soul. So I think they're going to make uh, improvements defensively. I think they're still going to be really good offensively. And that, in my opinion, is going to make me go over on them. I think they're going to be this the two-seed again in the NFC or – I think they're going to win 11 games and be the two seed. What do you think? I'm definitely going under on this one. Uh, the last time uh, another NFC South team went to the Super Bowl, which was the Panthers, they didn't make the playoffs the next year. And uh, I think that happens with this team. And I think they dropped to eight wins and go eight and eight. Losing Kyle Shanahan is a big blow, definitely on offense side of the ball. And I just don't see it in their defense after giving up, after collapsing in the Super Bowl. And I see them 8-8 eight and eight missing the playoffs. Wow. Big disagreement between us there. Uh, uh, who do we got next? New Orleans Saints, 8.5. New Orleans at 8.5. Wow, that's really high for them in my opinion. I'm definitely going under on that. I think uh, 6 or 7 wins for New Orleans. Uh we obviously know Drew Brees, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Uh, adding Adrian Peterson at this point, uh, a lot of miles on him. He still can be uh, explosive and have uh, good games here and there. Uh, they lost their probably their number one receiver from last season, Brandon Cooks, to the New England Patriots. Uh, slightly better defensively, uh, more physical, but still, I still think they're gonna they're prone to give up huge chunks of yardage to other offenses. And uh, that is going to be a big problem for them, in my opinion, uh, given that they're going to be playing against uh, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston. They got uh, big arm quarterbacks and uh, big play wide receivers in their division. So given that, I think <laughs> I'm going to go under on the eight and a half. I think they're a six or seven win team. And I think they're 
near the bottom of the NFC South again. What do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely going under on this one. I mean, they traded away their top wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. They did add Adrian Peterson, but he's towards the end of his career, and I just don't see it in their defense. They have one of the worst defenses in the league, so I'm going to go 7-9 and nine with the New Orleans Saints. Okay, who do we got next? We got the Carolina Panthers at 9. Carolina at nine. Wow, that's I think kind of high too. Uh, they're probably about an eight-win team for me, in my opinion. Uh, we have yet to see Cam kind of become a comfortable pocket-type passer. I think uh, he's been running around, and then that at some point is going to take a toll on him physically. At some point, he's probably going to get get some sort of a big injury. So uh, defensively. Luke Keekley, obviously their best linebacker. Thomas Davis, both those guys are getting up there in age, so that remains to be seen how potent their defense can be in, as they were in years past. So given all that, I think a, a lot of question marks, and I'm going to go under. 8-8 eight and eight in my opinion. But uh, the potential, if they fix a few things, to kind of challenge Atlanta for the division. What do you think? I'm going push on this one. I mean, they they improved the team a lot. They drafted uh, running back Christian McCaffrey, who's going to be one of the top rookies definitely in in, the, in this class. And they they got better on the defensive side of the ball. And I think Cam is is getting more mature, or he has more matured now throughout the off season. And I think he has a big year. And I'm going nine and seven. All right, what do we got for Tampa Bay? Eight and a half. Tampa Bay, eight and a half. Okay, I think that's exactly where they should be. I'm going over on this one. I think Tampa Bay, nine or ten wins. I really like uh, Jameis Winston. I think he's really maturing. I think he has uh, an excellent arm, and he can also get out outside the pocket when he needs to. And then he's got uh, two big play receivers in Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans. And then they have uh, Doug Martin as the running back. And then defensively, they have some good young players. Uh, Gerald McCoy, obviously led by Gerald McCoy. And then they have some other uh, weapons uh, in their corners. So uh, given all that, I think they're going to be the second best team behind Atlanta in this division. And I think they're going to win nine or ten games. What's your take? Yeah, definitely going over. Uh, they added Deshaun Jackson and drafted O.J. Howard on the offensive side of the ball along with Mike Evans. And uh, other tight end Cameron Brett, who who they have, and I'm definitely going over on this one. And I think they win ten or eleven games. I'd say ten, ten and six, win the division. And I think Jameis Winston has a big year. Okay, that'll do it for the NFC South. Uh, we're gonna get into the last division, the NFC East. Uh, who do we got first? Dallas Cowboys, nine and a half. America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, just got a big uh, set of news today handed out to the Dallas Cowboys. It looks like they're running the star running back Ezekiel Elliott, who was looked to be suspended for about six games this season. Looks like he's going to be playing the whole season uh, due to a ruling by a court in Texas. So it looks like the the appeals process is going to be put on hold, or the suspension, excuse me, is going to be put on hold till probably uh, the summertime. 
So it looks like they're going to have Ezekiel Elliott for a full 16 games. Obviously, they have Dak Prescott. Uh, showed a lot of maturity last year. Uh, still uh, kind of a lot of question marks to me if Dak can be an elite quarterback. But he was well on his way uh, in his rookie season. So let's see what, what he does in his second season. And then obviously, Ezekiel Elliott uh, was absolutely spectacular last season and had a lot of holes due to that great offensive line. So I think uh, he'll be great once again, somewhere near 1,500 rushing yards. And then Cowboys, I think, will be pretty potent offensively due to having Jason Witten, uh, Des Bryant, a lot of good weapons. And then defensively, not uh, probably not an elite defensive team, but uh, good enough to get the job done. So uh, given that, uh, I'm going to go slightly over, I think, 10 wins uh, for the Cowboys. And I think they're going to challenge uh, the New York Giants uh, for the division, the division, uh, the divisional crown. Excuse me. What do you think? Uh, definitely going over on this one. I was originally going under until, yeah, as you mentioned, the news that broke out this afternoon that Zeke will be playing the whole season. That's obviously huge, and that's a huge factor. And it'll help out Dak big time, as he did last season. And I'm going over with ten wins. Alrighty, we're both going over on that one. Uh, who do we got next? New York Giants, eight and a half. The G-Men, the New York Football Giants, uh, obviously uh, led by their star wide receiver Odell Beckham, uh, Eli Manning, in his mid thirties now, but still has an excellent arm. And then, obviously, the big story for them when they're always good is their their defense. Uh, once again, they have an excellent. Uh, defensive line and then excellent safety in Landon Collins and then Prince Amukamara excellent corner for them eight and a half I think I'm going to go over for sure I think uh they're going to be 10 or 11 wins and they're going to be challenging it's going to be pretty much between them and the Cowboys who wins the division so uh I'm going to go over eight the eight and a half uh and I think they're definitely going to be in the playoffs or win the division Either way, they'll be in the playoffs. What do you think? I'm going under on this one. Uh, they did improve on the offensive side of the ball, but I just don't like them on the defensive side of the ball. And I think Eli does have a good year, but they go 8-8, eight and eight, and they don't make the playoffs. Okay. Uh, who do we got next? Philadelphia Eagles, 8.5. Philadelphia at 8.5. Okay, obviously a uh, big storyline for them, uh, picking up, Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith uh, to bolster the receiving core and then to give some more weapons to young quarterback Carson Wentz and defensively uh, they look to be really good as well but uh, I think eight and a half is kind of high for this team I think seven or eight wins so I'm going to go under uh, just a lot of question marks uh, Wentz is young and experienced uh, and then it remains seeing if he can kind of be an elite guy. What do you think? Um, this one I am going over. I think this is one of the breakout teams of the year. Carson Wentz will have a big year. And also adding Alshon Jeffries is huge. They also added running back LeGarrette Blunt after they released Ryan Matthews. I think that's a, a great pickup for them. And I see them definitely challenging the Cowboys for the division. And I see them going 10-6. and six. Okay, 10-6 and six for the Eagles by rebound. I have them at under. 
Uh, so what do we have for the Washington Redskins? We have seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. I think that's exactly where it needs to be. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go slightly under, given that uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, although he can throw a lot of yards, I think he's prone to a lot of mistakes, a lot of picks in late game pressure situations. And but he does have some good weapons offensively: uh, Jordan Reed, the tight end, uh, Jameson Crowder, and then defensively, uh, uh, led by Brian Arakpo, Ryan Kerrigan. So they have some good pieces there, but. I think a lot of question marks, and I think a lot of better teams in the division. So given all that, I'm going to go under at 7 and 9 for Washington. I think they miss out on the playoffs once again. What do you think? Definitely under on this one. They're at the point where they don't want to commit to Kirk Cousins. I don't want to know why. So they're pretty much in a rebuilding process. I think at some point of the season, they trade Kirk Cousins, which will be huge. I mean, they did add Terrell Pryor, but they let Garcon go and Deshaun Jackson go, which is huge. They do have Jameson Crowder and Jordan Reed, but uh, I, I just don't see it in them. Uh, their defense, I don't have to say anything. Their defense is trash, and I don't see it in them. I see them at 6-10. and 10. Okay, all righty. Uh, we both agree on the under with Washington. Uh, we didn't really get into this last night, but uh, uh, who are some uh, players that you have for your top MVP candidates this season? Obvious ones are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but one that's not being that is being talked about a lot is Jameis Winston. I definitely like him. I think he has a breakout year. Okay, so uh, given all that, uh, who do you think will ultimately win the MVP at the end of the season? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Really, really can't. Uh, I, I don't know. I I think. If, if the Bucks win the division, they'll definitely be Jameis Winston. Okay. Uh, if I had to pick right now, I'd, I'd go Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go the safe, conservative route. Uh, Brady is at 40. I mean, who knows? Uh, even though yesterday was only one game, but he didn't look very good. But who knows how he'll look the rest of the season. So I'm going to go with the safe pick with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, I think he's going to have another great season. So uh, given all that... Uh, That'll wrap it up for the NFC over-unders. Rebound, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Everyone enjoy NFL Week 1. No more fucking baseball. All righty. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Stay tuned uh, for tomorrow morning. I'll have the Week 1 Scorching 6 picks with Akshay. But uh, stay safe, everyone, and enjoy the rest of the games this weekend. Thank you.